Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whenever you're listening to this, I am Kylie and I am one of your hosts at Let's FaceTime, a podcast where we usually FaceTime with someone else and discuss kind of whatever we want to. We're doing it a little bit differently because as if you listen to our previous episode called Just Joss, Jocelyn and I have been running on very different schedules and cannot coordinate times to pod. So we're doing this little series where we do little solo sessions. And so here we are. We'll see how this goes. I have a, this is just going to be me talking about life and responding to Jocelyn. If you listen to Jocelyn's episode, if you haven't, you should go do so now, as I will be referencing it. But anyhow, because we aren't together, I thought it'd be kind of fun if I responded to some things that she brought up. One, YouTube TV. Great service. Could not think of anything better. She's 100% right. It's actually funny because my parents have had YouTube TV for a while now, right when the whole downfall of cable, rise of streaming services, my parents kind of realized that cable was really expensive and trying to navigate what would be the best solution. But my parents love cable TV, specifically my dad. He absolutely loves it. However, it was more smart for them to change because it was cheaper to stream. So they tried a lot of different streaming methods and ended up going with YouTube TV. However, my dad to this day does not like YouTube TV just because he does not like the interface. He loves that he can just turn on the TV and cable will come on. It really bothers him that he has to click, turn on a smart TV, click on the YouTube TV app, have it load, and then decide what he wants. So minor issues in the Gallagher household. However, overall, I, on the other hand, love YouTube TV, has all the channels you could ever need, sports, Reality TV, if that's what you're into, at Jocelyn, or anything else, YouTube TV sponsor us now. Also, Jocelyn talked about how she loves talking about reality TV. I can confirm that is correct. She texted me after filming that all she wants to do in life is has a podcast and talk about reality TV. Unfortunately, that is not the genre of TV that I particularly enjoy or watch. I had watched Survivor a lot as a kid. And I do, I have nothing against Survivor. I like Survivor. It's just hard for me to follow or to watch. I don't watch a lot of TV. And typically, I watch a variety of different shows. If you're looking for recommendations, I finished Sex Education in the last month or so. Very good. Their last season, I think it was season three or four. Can't remember which one. But it's very good. Huge fan. If you haven't seen the show, highly recommend. You should watch all the seasons. I also am doing a throwback and watching Sex in the City. This was per Jocelyn's sort of um, rave of the TV show. So I'm giving that a shot. I'm about, I think, two or three episodes in. So very early on. It's entertaining. Uh, it's very early 2000s, which is kind of a fun energy. Something different than what I've been list- watching, which is a lot of newer TV. So I have been enjoying that other media. I just finished a book. I've been reading Brit Marie Was Here by Frederick Buckman. He also wrote um, A Man Named Uwe, or uh, it was based, the movie you probably heard of as a name named Otto was based off of the book. He is a, I want to say Swedish writer. 
and I think he's hilarious. He has a really fun writing style that I have enjoyed. I've, I've read A Man Named Otto, um, Britt Marie Was Here, and then Anxious People, which are all by him. So I highly, highly, highly recommend all of that media. Another thing that happened in my life since the last time we've talked is I turned, I had a birthday, which was crazy. Um, birthdays are always an interesting time, I feel like, but I had a lot of fun. I threw myself a birthday party, and everyone's like, why are you throwing yourself a birthday party? And I think that's because I'm a little bit of a control freak, but everyone loved it. It was a murder mystery party, and so everyone got into character, dressed up, and I don't know if it was a good thing that no one guessed the murder, where every, no one knew and it was sort of a figure out. And so I'm not sure if it was, I was a bad host or if it was overall a good design for a game. But everyone had a great time and a lot of them it was their first murder mystery party. So I'm glad that it was all a positive experience. What else? Oh, and speaking of my birthday. So one of the things I did is I went on this little wine walk where one of the little neighborhoods in Seattle ballard they have all these different activities and they're very social and so it was this little wine walk you could pay for and try different wines as you go through different stores around ballard and one of the stores had this five-year journal where every day you write it was just a few lines about your day highlights lowlights whatever you want to do and it had each day with like five sections so for each year and for five years so i started doing that the day after my birthday. So I'm excited for the next five years to document every single day. I was sort of doing this, but it wasn't an organized journal. And I it was I didn't have space limits. So sometimes I'd write more than other days. And so I like having the same amount of lines so I can fill it and it really restricts me as well as make it an easy thing to do. So now every time I go to bed, before I go to bed, I jot down a few sentences of like how my day was, maybe how I was feeling what I did, it's usually what I did, um, the main highlights. And so then if I go back, I have a recollection. I don't know, I feel like that's kind of cool. And it's this cute little notebook, so. Yeah, and then in terms of, oh, so I am recording this on an early Saturday morning, mainly because my life has been very busy, but I'm going to the UW-Utah football game and now I have to run to make the bus and I will continue courting later. Bye-bye. And I'm back. I know when you're listening to this, it's going to feel like it was instantaneous, but I promise you it's been hours. I initially was recording this this morning, approximately around 750 a.m. and then I had to leave to go to basketball practice slash UW's football game and now I am calling back or recording back at 10 32 p.m. If you hear any weird background noise it's because I'm currently in the car driving home but I'm feeling in the talkative mood and so I feel like this is a great time to continue podcasting all my inner thoughts theories and achievements. Um so yeah, I went to the UW football game today. They played against Utah, both ranked top 25 teams, and Utah, Utah, UW came on top. Go dogs! Um, 
yeah, it was such a fun game. Uh, I was worried that the weather was going to be cold, windy, and wet because that's what it forecasted as. And the first half was beautiful. Sun came out, great lower 50s, very comfortable, great fall football weather. The second half turned a little dreary. Uh, the wind started to whip, um, got a little f- frisk, not frisk brisk 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 um and then it started to rain a little bit which was like not a huge fan of but it didn't downpour all of a sudden everyone started like whipping out these ponchos like all these purple ponchos i don't know where they came from um i didn't get a poncho when i walked in but overall fun game great result i've gone to three uw football games all against ranked opponents and we've won so am i the reason or is michael Penix jr the reason our quarterback Heisman candidate, I don't know, TBD, but overall, good game. If you missed it, watch the highlights um, and follow UW football. Go dogs! I don't even know what I was talking about when I ended this podcast, so I'm just going to continue talking about what I was sort of thinking about mentioning and somehow maybe loop them together after I stop this and then record a closing. But some recent thoughts I've had. One, the most awkward experience ever is when you are walking down, imagine this, you are walking down a pathway. It could be a sidewalk. It could be a hallway. It could be, I don't know what other long places you walk, but any distance where you're walking, where you can see ahead of you, and then you see someone that you know approaching you, right? And so you look up and you're like, oh no, that's Michael from chemistry class or that's Jamie one of my co-workers and so you're not super close we're gonna be like oh my god Jamie and like run to them give them a bear hug high five make a face whatever but like you know them and then they see you so like they also know you and so then you have to do this awkward thing where you pretend not to see each other into approximately I don't know society has agreed upon like six to ten feet of distance to which then you conveniently don't look at your phone or look up from the ground and be like oh hey like weird nod wave high wink whatever you want to do smile acknowledge their existence and then you go down and then what I do is I'm like oh my god why was that the most awful experience of my life like why is that so awkward like am I doing this wrong like is there a way that I can approach someone that I know without making it a big deal or if that's just what we've come to these days it's just so 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 weird um yeah, I just don't know how to handle that. So I love advice, but that's another thought. Another recent tidbit of thinking. Um, I feel like I'm an adult now. Not because of my current twin bed that I still have. That's quite embarrassing. But the fact that as an adult, you have a choice of what type of Apple to purchase. And this was nothing that really occurred to me until recently, right? So like you're a kid, right? And you have lunches. I was fortunate that I never packed my own lunch. My mom packed me a lunch all through high school, basically. And then in college, I was on a meal plan. And because I we put basketball in college, that I relied on the, on the meal plan in the cafeteria strictly. And so I had to say what they provided didn't think much about it and now as an adult some may say living in 
supporting myself somehow that I have my own choice in apples. And it's kind of wild because I don't know, my mom just bought apples of her choice. I didn't have much of a say and she gave it to me for lunch and that's what I ate or she bought apples for the house and that is what I consumed. Now, as an adult who's buying their own food, I have my choice in apples and it is overwhelming. You're like, do I want a Granny Smith? Do I want a Pink Lady, a Honeycrisp? They have these like bunny or these bee sweet apples. There's so many types of apples. I'm like Macintosh. Like I don't even know what to choose or what you want, and it is overwhelming. And it never occurred to me that like you don't, you're not an adult till you're at the grocery store and you're like, do what type of apple? It's almost like grapes. Like do you want green or red grapes? It's a little easier though. It's like flip a coin. Um, I need like a twenty-sided dice sometimes to pick my apple choice, but yeah, that was a new discovery that I saw. Something that I've been telling, there's this tweet that I saw uh, I, that it reminds me of the Apple choices. Like, oh, when you're growing up, like, people warn you that your friends will get married, they'll have kids, like, they'll get older, but no one prepares you for, like, all your friends running marathons, right? And so my equivalent to that is no one prepares you for the indecision you have to picking the apples you want to eat. So just some food for thought the next time you're at the grocery store, especially during apple season, oh which one am i picking and you gotta be careful because like i bought these apples i couldn't even tell you what type they were or envy apples envy apples are good i get them at costco very good kind of expensive though they're like more i like honeycrisp as like the the gold standard like those are the ones like everyone oh good honeycrisp apple like those are like top tier right but like envy apples from costco are more expensive than honeycrisp so they're like top of the top so you know that that's good good stuff but like the most recent apples i got i don't even know what i got um they're probably on sale honestly and they are so mealy and really disappointing so then the next time i went i got these i think they're sugar bees i've never heard them before until i moved here and they're really good they like have these like they're very sweet they remind me of like a honey crisp they're like probably new honey crisp breed or something like that but yeah be careful when or not be careful but beware when you're buying apples oh my favorite thing to do first like packing lunches right so i pack an apple typically some applesauce because i'm literally a five-year-old um and then i've been doing overnight oats pumpkin spice edition because i'm basic like that and so what i've been doing and i highly recommend it it's very good i take a half cup of oats dabble in some chia seeds and then i measure out a half cup with a combination of pumpkin spice oat milk and then vanilla almond milk one of my roommates bought this pumpkin spice oatmeal oat milk from costco and it was really good so i bought more of it because we went through all six quarts i don't know if they were a full quart but I bought more and I've been using it every day. It's so good. It's subtle. And that's why I don't do all of it. Well, it's not super subtle, but I mix it with the regular almond milk to make it so it's not super strong. Um, I originally was putting some honey into this, but then I'm like, oh, it's a little too sweet. So then I backed off on the honey. Okay, I realize I'm just like ranting to you about random things, but one thing that I did actually want to talk about and can maybe be informative is if you did not know, so November is um, Diabetes Awareness Month. So, but for both my type one and type two diabetics out there, happy National Awareness 
Um, I am a type 1 diabetic, and so a little near, near, dear to my heart, you could say, something that you deal with um, every single day. If I could get this recorded and edited by Jocelyn, thank you so much, by um, when I'm maybe hoping to, International Diabetes Day is November 14th, which was hopefully, maybe, possibly yesterday. Editing Jocelyn here to say I am so incredibly very sorry. Kylie did get this to me on time, but I put myself first and posted the Golden Bachelor thing before I even knew there was a time-sensitive material. So sorry, forgive me. I just thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about some fun stories I had or like really just give some information about specifically type one diabetes as that is more of my expertise, my experience. Um, not to negate anyone that's um, type two at all. So if you don't know what this is or what that means, Google is your friend. Or if you are advanced and a Gen Zer, uh, chat GPT could also link to some good things. However, always use caution with chat gpt it can you know hallucinate but that's a whole nother episode to talk about or there's some great daily episodes if you want to learn about that anyhow back to my monologue so um type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune disease and so if you're like what do those words mean i've heard of them but i don't know so um an autoimmune disease basically means auto self immune your own immune system basically attacks itself and you're like that doesn't sound good and you're like that's because it's not and so that's how the diseases sort of um come to be right so your immune system is wired to try to identify foreign materials to remove them to make sure you don't get sick or ill or that you stay healthy however sometimes it's very complicated the system screws up we all make mistakes you know it happens and so it makes a mistake and it starts killing your own cells. And so in type one, um, your immune system targets the beta cells in your pancreas. And so these cells produce a molecule called insulin. And so this insulin is important for your body to intake or your cells specifically to intake sugar molecules for energy sources to do, you know, just daily tasks, right? So the food you eat breaks down to simple more molecules that your cells need to do functions, right? And so it needs insulin as sort of this device or vehicle to get into the cell. And so without this, your sugar can kind of stay in your bloodstream, which would be really bad overall. So that's when you get to hyperglycemia or like high sugar. And then one of the more dangerous things as a type one diabetic is hypoglycemia or like low blood sugar. And so that's at higher risk because um, if it goes too low, you can go into coma and then could potentially pass away. High blood sugar is still dangerous. However, it usually takes longer periods of time um, for you to be high to see more negative consequences, but it's still a risk um, and definitely shouldn't be um, dismissed. But yeah, so that's my little one-on-one. Um, sorry if that was boring or repetitive, you know, just educating everyone out here. Little blurb about me in the spirit of celebrating this month. Um, overall, I just want to give a message that there are a lot of people, not a lot, I should get the statistic. Maybe if I pause this and come back, I'll insert a statistic. But people die every year because they don't understand the symptoms of typically diabetes, type 1 specifically, and they end up passing away, especially small children. And so some of the things to look out for is excessive thirst, um, constant urination, as well as um, frequent 
throwing up after eating are all common symptoms because typically this is what happens when um, you're high blood sugar for an extended period of time and that's sort of what triggers a diagnosis but anyhow fun facts about me I have now been diagnosed for more than half of my life which is crazy to think about um and so not having diabetes is kind of like a past thought or you know it's sort of just in the subconscious now I would say but anyhow fun story time now that we've done the education right so you're like okay i started know what she's talking about if you're interested one i love immunology then gets so so cool t-cells b-cells antibodies covid <laughs> um you've probably heard some of those words before but yeah um do research find out more but yeah story time so oh my phone might be dying ah Okay, we're going to continue story time at another date, probably tomorrow. So stay on the edge of your feet. This is your solo podcast with Kylie. I need, I know Jocelyn had like such a good alliterative, like just Joss. I need to, I don't know, like kicking it with Kylie. Uh, I want to say, like, what's the word for like rambling that starts with a K? Continuous 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 conversations with Kylie. Ooh, I kind of like that. Okay, I'll be back soon. Okay, I am back and I have a question. Have you ever had paint before or thought that paint was juice? Because that is some mistake that I accidentally made um, in the middle of the night when I was low or had low blood sugar and needed something to drink okay so this is the scenario um so a lot of times not a lot but as a diabetic i said that you have to sort of monitor your blood sugar and a lot of times sometimes it'll go low so you need to have some sort of snack or juice or something that's usually pretty high in carbs or sugars to prevent you from going any more low or to get you back on track anyhow um i ended up going low in the middle of the night and very low to the point that I was trying to get a juice out of my mini fridge and I put the juice on my desk. However, during the same time, I was in the middle of a painting project. So I had tubs of acrylic paint also sitting on the side of my desk. Um, like, you know, the ones you get at Michael's have the different colors, the white little like flip caps. So they're all sitting there and I pulled out, I don't know, like a Mott's apple juice that was a plastic container with a twist top and so in my I was also in the still semi-sleeping you know little low state I grabbed the orange acrylic non-toxic though paint and squirted it into my mouth and I didn't realize it until it tasted I realized that the taste was not apple juice and it did not taste good at that point I was trying to get all the paint off of me, clean up the mess, and then drink the apple juice that I needed to consume. Um, so this all occurred with the lights off. And the next, and then I went to bed and I ended up, my blood sugar coming back to normal. Um, great. Woke up and had paint over my hands. Um, a lot of times I put, you know, sleeping, my, then the paint had, gone on my legs and my face and it was all over my desk 
and it created a whole mess. <laughs> Anyhow, I was glad that the paint was non-toxic. I also was, um, yeah, things could have been worse, better. Anyhow, I just distinctly remember in the middle of the night walking over to the corner because in these dorms, we also had sinks in our room, which was nice because we had a paper towel holder so I could grab some paper. No, we didn't have a paper towel holder. But I somehow remember, like, taking a towel of some sort and, like, wiping my mouth or my tongue with the towel trying to remove the taste of the paint. I, like, oh, it was so bad. So that was one story. Another story, also in undergrad, was I, so I played on the basketball team, if you didn't know, and we had a playoff, we had a game. And so we, and it was a away game, it was about, I don't know, an hour and a half one and a half hours, and it was a play, it was one of our playoff games, it was my freshman year, and it was supposed to be a, our second, yeah, our second playoff game, and so it was against a team that we, that was supposed to, I think they were the one seed, like, we were very unexpected to win, but anyhow, we're on the bus ride there, and I get a notification that the pump, so I mentioned that we need insulin. So how I, you can do insulin through syringes and just give yourself a shot, or I have an insulin pump. And so it's a little device that will pump the insulin to me um, regularly throughout the day, as well as when I eat, I will bolus or give myself more insulin um, for the food that I eat. However, that needs energy, like it needs electricity. So at that point I had a pump that ran on a double A battery. And so in, you know, as a student, I guess I didn't pack, I packed a lot of extra stuff for my pump and supplies to be prepared, but I didn't pack an extra battery. And in that moment, it ran out of battery. And so I would have been without insulin or an functioning insulin pump for hours. It would have not been good for playing. I would have felt crappy. And so it was kind of essential to have battery. So I'm frantically trying to figure out a solution. I'm going around, everyone on the bus be like, do you have a spare double A battery? Which is not something people normally have. Um, and then we went to the idea like, oh, I have this um, Texas instrument calculator. Maybe that has an extra battery. Unfortunately, those were only triple A batteries. So we ended up, I ended up having to go to my head coach and be like, we need to stop at a gas station. I need, well, first I was like, do you have a double A battery? And she was like, what? And then eventually explained the situation. We ended up stopping at a gas station. And so it was just me and our head coach and one of our assistant coaches trot into this um, gas station off of 90 to buy a pack of AA batteries. And then one of our assistant coaches was pregnant at the time and was craving some sort of sweet. So she bought, um, I think, candy. So we came back and my whole entire team's on this bus on our way to our playoff game, getting hyped, getting excited. And I'm sort of walking a walk of shame, it feels like, with the head coaches and my pack of batteries. All in all, things went great. We ended up winning the basketball game as well as the conference championship the following day. But <laughs> that was a funny experience. But yeah, so those are some stories of things that have happened as a diabetic. 
type 1 diabetic specifically in honor of Diabetes Awareness Month and then on the 14th um, International Diabetes Day. So shout out to all of those who don't have fully functioning pancreases. Um, I guess I'm going to cut it here. I have exceeded Jocelyn's 17 minute episode. And so that's all I really wanted to accomplish here. And I think I have. And I think I've created somewhat stimulating, interesting content. If you have other ideas or things you want me to blab about, I can do that for literally anything. I have a lot of thoughts and opinions that I can ramble on, this being one of them. Anyhow, if you have more information, if you want to know more about type 1 diabetes, I recommend Beyond Type 1. They are a site that has lots of resources for people who have it or who are who know people who have type 1 diabetes to learn about how they could be helpful. But all in all, my name is Kylie. You can follow me on Instagram at me actively looking at my Instagram because Jocelyn's on here at Gallagher underscore Kylie. You can also follow me on Twitter, X, I'm sorry, formerly known as Twitter, at GallagherK17. And this is Let's FaceTime, what did I say my thing was? Conversations with Kylie. Um, Yeah, see you next week. Cue fun music. Music.